0: My name is Brandon Cofield, and I'm running for HCC trustee position for District 3. I'm running because I want HCC to do more for Houstonians, and I know that it can. To achieve my goal, I'm going to work on restoring the confidence of Houstonians in the mission and vision of HCC, recommitting District 3 to equitable outcomes for students of all backgrounds, and reinforcing the curriculum to better align with Houston's current and future needs. I'm here to listen and to serve, so please reach out, contact me on my website, brandoncofield.com, or via any sort of social media platform. Thank you.
1: Hi, I'm Dr. D.Z. Cofield, senior pastor here at the Good Hope Missionary Baptist Church of Houston, Texas, and I want to thank you today for the privilege of your time. We greet you in the grace, peace, joy, and love of God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Love to the family. Thank you for your love. Now listen, I want you to know that you're not watching to make me a big preacher or for me Uh, or our church to become a big church. We're literally here to help you to become the best Christian you can possibly be. As you think about your walk with God, it's not our job. We're not here to entertain you. I'm not here to make you feel good. I'm here literally to be used by God to help you become the best that you can possibly be. The best husband, the best wife, the best father, the best mother, the best brother, the best sister, the best co-worker, the best boss, the best family member. Why? Because I believe the Word of God can speak to every situation that we find ourselves in to help us in our growth and development in becoming all that God wants us to be. Now listen, if you like us, please share us with family members or friends. Let them know there's never been a better time for hope. Our scripture reading today comes from Romans chapter 12. Romans chapter 12 beginning at verse 14. The ESV translation of the scriptures. This is the word of the Lord. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. I've read verses 14 through 21 of the 12th chapter of Romans. This is the word of the Lord. Let's go to God in prayer and ask God's blessings on our time today. Father, we bless you today for the privilege of seeing life, seeing a day that we've never seen before. And if history is true, a day that we will never see again. We thank you, God, for the privilege to be able to live for you one more day. We ask God that you will bless all that transpires out of and through this worship experience. May the songs that are sung, the prayers that are prayed, the word that is preached, the lives that are touched, may they all bring glory and honor to you. And where our prayers fall short, God, we ask you to make up the difference. Do what only you can do by your supernatural power, for our good, our growth, and ultimately your glory. We ask these blessings in Jesus' name, amen. Now we're in the month of October, and October has several awareness categories that we want to raise awareness in your life towards Uh, one is breast cancer awareness Uh, we are seeing evidence now that in the midst of covid and staying out of doctor's offices a lot of people neglected to get their annual checkups and their annual mammograms and so we're seeing people who now have a stage three form of cancer or stage four form of cancer and that cancer could have been discovered much earlier if they had gotten it checked so i want to encourage you if you haven't gotten your annual physical if you haven't gotten your check whether it's prostate cancer screening colorectal cancer breast cancer mammograms whatever it is make sure you get checked go see your doctor and do your part to stay on top of any potential dangerous diseases that may come your way. Uh, Certainly want to say to all who are out there, uh, Domestic Violence Month is uh, a very, very uh, important month to remember. Uh, Domestic violence awareness takes so many shapes and so many forms, and many times people don't even recognize that they're in a violent relationship domestically. Because it's not to the extreme that they would imagine. Maybe they don't see themselves getting beaten or maybe they have never had to go to the hospital so they say it's not that bad. No, domestic violence is, is very, very important and whether that domestic violence is physically uh, uh, Im- implanted on people uh, or, or it's, it's verbal uh, or psychological Uh, Domestic violence can take any number of shapes and forms. And I want to encourage you to call. If you are in a dangerous situation, call the domestic uh, violence hotline right now. It's on the screen. Uh, Make sure you give them a call and let them know there are local agencies that are available. There are emergency shelters that are available as well. Uh, Please, ma'am, please, sir, don't play with that situation. Uh, because if you do not take it seriously, it might cost you your life. And if you're out there and you're struggling, maybe you have a temper, maybe you have been violent in the past, uh, I want to encourage you to seek help to address that. I know for me, having grown up in a home uh, of violence and having seen uh, my father and my mother engage in domestic violence, Uh, it it marked me in a way that I can't even begin to describe to you. Uh, But I know it's something that I'm very, very passionate about. I know even for me now, I can't watch a movie. I can't watch a television show that has a domestic violence scene or theme in it uh, because it just brings back too much trauma for me. And I want to encourage those of you who may have grown up in that kind of environment, hurt people hurt people. And if you've been in that kind of environment and maybe you see that tendency within you, get the help that you need, all right? Elder Taylor's going to come now with the praise team and lead us in our time of praise and worship. Uh, let's give glory to God. Let's honor him today. Lift your voices wherever you are and give God the praise.
2: Praise the Lord, everybody. The Lord. Come on, it's time to give our great God a great praise. Wherever you are, come on, put your hands together, and let's give God a praise today. Come on, y'all. Water, you turned into wine. Water, you turned
3: into wine.
2: Open the eyes of the blind.
3: Open the eyes of the blind. There is no one. No-
2: Out of the ashes will rise. Out of the ashes we rise. Said so there's no one.
3: There's
2: no one like you. None like you love. Like Come on, let's sing together everybody. Say our God is greater. Our God is, our God is stronger. God, is stronger. God, you God, you are higher than any, than other. any other. Our God is healer. Our God is awesome healer. in power. Our God. Our God. our God, our God, say our God is greater, our God is stronger, our God is strong. Almighty God we serve. what name? you stand again? Hallelujah. Come on, everybody, open your mouth and give God praise today. Hallelujah. Father, we come to honor you. We give your name the glory and the praise. Because there is no God like our God. Come on, declare, everybody. Say, there's no God, there's no God like Jehovah's. No God, there's no God Like Jehovah Like Jehovah Do no God, like no no God, no God Like Jehovah Like Jehovah Do no God, like no God. No God Like Jehovah Like Jehovah Do no God Like Jehovah Of the sun to the going down of the saints. The name of our God is to be praised. Glory to your name, Jesus. Let's declare his greatness, everybody. Say how great, how great is our God. Sing with me.
3: How great. Is
2: our God. All we'll see. How
3: great.
2: Oh we seek. How great. Everybody clap your hands. Come on. Let's do that again, y'all. Say how great Zaga. How great, God. God. Lift your voice and sing. How great. Our God. All will see. How great. Sing. And my heart will see How great, How great. God. Yes, our God Clap your hands, clap your hands come on! Clap your hands, clap your hands Come on, come on one more time y'all. You're all the name above Our name, Say. You're the name above all names You're worthy of our praise yeah. You're worthy of our praise And my heart will sing And my heart will sing How great Say this, y'all he really, is a great guy. he really is a great guy. Yes he, he really is. is, Said he, really is he really is a great guy. Yes he, he really is. is he really really is a great guy. He really a great guy. Yes he, he really is. is. He really is a great guy. Say That's who you are. Come on say That's who you are. 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 Savior. That's who you are, you are
3: Somebody hallelujah. shout hallelujah. Glory to God. Lord, we bless your name. We lift our hands and we give you glory. Hallelujah. With my hands lifted up and my mouth filled with praise. My heart's overwhelmed with joy. I will always bless your name. With my hands lifted up and my mouth filled with praise. My heart's overwhelmed with joy. I will always bless your name. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh. I will always bless your name. Oh. Your name, you are the one I can always count on you to always see me through my darkest days. I have no doubt there's no one on the earth that compares to you, let all the nations see. My hands lifted it up, lift it up. With my mouth filled, filled with praise. With praise. Our hearts overwhelmed. bless your name with my hands lifted up and my mouth filled with praise. My heart's overwhelmed with joy. I'll always, I promise to always, I vow to always bless your sweet name.
1: I will always bless your name. I will bless your name. Come on, how many of you know that His name is worthy to be praised from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same? The name of our God is worthy to be praised. Uh, there used to be a song that was written some years ago. It really wasn't a popular song uh, in terms of the charts, but it was it was such a powerful song and. And it just simply stated the name of Jesus just Jesus that's that's all it said just Jesus 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 it was a slow meditative song and and then the second verse would say something like I love you Lord I love you Lord and then the third verse would say I'll I'll praise your name I'll praise your name And, and you could just have so much fun with that song but it all came down to the name of Jesus yeah I will always bless your name. Let's go to God in prayer and ask God's blessings on our time today. Father, we bless you and thank you for the opportunity to worship you. We pray that our worship has been in spirit and in truth. And we pray now, God, that as your word goes forth, you would hide me behind the cross so that your people will see you. May you be glorified, may your people be edified And may the devil be horrified as your word goes forth. Not to impress anyone, but to impact the lives of those who are listening. That we would be more than just hearers of your word. That we would be doers as well. We love you and we ask your blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Have you ever had someone call you and say, hey, by the way, wanted to let you know I applied for a new job and I put your name down as a reference. Now, it's nice when somebody calls you and gives you that courtesy, that, that warning, if you will, that somebody might be calling you. I've had people call me for a, a reference on an individual and nobody called me, nobody told me that they were putting my name down. It's nice for somebody to let you know that they are using you as a reference. And, and typically, people will use you as a reference when they think you are going to give them what? A good reference, right? I mean, you don't ask somebody to give you a reference and you know it's going to be a bad reference. Everybody who's put down as a reference should give a good reference. Let me ask you a question. Who would you, automatically give a good reference to. I mean, who would you speak a kind word about? Who would you say something positive and encouraging to? Uh, Probably right off the top, right? Your family, maybe your parents or grandparents, uh, your spouse, siblings, uh, friends, or maybe other family members. But listen, I can think of One person that you probably wouldn't give a good reference to. You probably wouldn't have anything good to say about an enemy. Somebody who maybe lied on you, maybe plotted and planned your downfall. Uh, you, You probably wouldn't have something good to say about somebody who has been persecuting you who has been doing everything in their power to tear you down as opposed to lift you up. In our text today, the apostle Paul challenges us. He challenges us at the core of our Christian conscience. He he challenges us, he recognizes that love is, is a central ingredient in how you define who is a Christian and who is not a Christian. He, he recognizes the importance of love, but, but now this text before us challenges us in terms of how we practice that love when we're dealing with challenging times or when we're dealing with difficult people. Uh, today, for a few moments, I want to continue our series, Being a Believer Every Day. Uh, everyday Christianity. And I want to talk to you from the thought, loving right when others treat you wrong. Loving right when others treat you wrong. Uh, Our text today is Romans chapter 12, beginning at verse 14. Now, before we get to our text, there's some ground rules that we need to lay. There's some foundational aspects that we need to, I think, understand that I want to remind you of. First of all, in John chapter 13, Jesus tells us the importance of love, the centrality of love in defining and in us displaying that we are really a child of God. Verse 34 says, a new commandment I give to you that you love one another, just as I have loved you, you also are to love one another. Verse 35, by this all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. If there is no love, there is no Christianity. If there is no love being shown, there is no Christian witness to be witnessed. But what about when you have difficult people and difficult circumstances and God still expects, no, God still requires, God still demands you to love in a way that honors him and edifies the person who is being loved. My late pastor here in Houston, Dr. A. Lewis Patterson, defined love as love is a minimum of emotions and a maximum evaluation of need with the meeting of that need in a spirit of self-sacrifice by doing whatever is needed to be done, even if you don't feel like doing it. Wait a minute, hold on, let's get that last line again. Even if you don't feel like doing it. Now, my brothers and sisters, let's be honest. There are some people you may not feel like loving at the moment because they've done something to get on your nerves or maybe you're just tired, exhausted, or whatever the case may be. But what if it's somebody that you don't feel like loving, period? It's not momentary, it's more permanent for you because of who they are, because of what they've done to you. One, two things I want you to see today that I hope and pray will help you to understand how to love right when others treat you wrong. Here's the first thing. Number one, you are commanded to speak well of the people who do you wrong. You are commanded to speak well of the people who do you wrong. Now, man, I, I already know where some of you are because some of y'all are like, okay, you know what, man, let me just, let me just turn this message off because I already know that this thing ain't, I'm not going to be doing this. I got you. But listen to what Paul says. Verse 14, bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse them. Oh my God, wait a minute. We we, we can stay right here. Bless those who persecute you and bless and do not curse them. You are commanded by God to conduct yourself in a godly way even when people are ungodly or when godly people are acting ungodly. In other words, it doesn't matter whether the person is godly and they're just acting ungodly at a moment, or this person by their nature is ungodly. The apostle says, you and I, we are commanded in the imperative mood, we are commanded to respond to this person In a God-glorifying way, he says, bless those who persecute you. That word persecute literally means to pursue or to follow after, to look to cause suffering, pain, or to cause damage, to, to tear down a person, right? He doesn't identify the type of persecution. He almost leaves it up to you and to me to define what this persecution is because one person's pain may be another person's pleasure. He said, but however you define persecution, when somebody is pursuing you, when somebody's trying to do you harm, when somebody's trying to tear you down, when somebody's trying to pull you down, he says, when you are suffering persecution, here's what I need you to do. He says, I need you to respond in a way that glorifies God more than it satisfies your flesh. Paul says, you are commanded to do what? He says, bless them. Bless them. Not bless them out. He says, bless them. Now, that word bless, eulogio. It's where we get the word eulogy from. That that word literally means to speak well of somebody, right? Uh, To praise, to celebrate somebody. He says, I want you to bless them, to speak well of them. Now, most of us are more likely to do the latter than the former because watch what the text says. The text says, bless those who persecute you. Bless, and there it is, do not curse them. See, that idea of cursing is not profanity as we would think about it, although it can be expressed in a profane way or using profane language but 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 it literally means to speak against with the hope and prayer of somebody's downfall or destruction uh it, it's this idea of wishing evil upon them praying against them or desiring negativity to come into their life or payback or karma to visit their life. It's this idea of not praying for them, but in essence praying on them. And saying, God, you know, God, you know how they did me. And Lord, Lord, whatever you need to do to get them back, Lord, get them back. So so I've got a confession. Man, I, 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 I had somebody uh, in my life, somebody I trusted, uh, somebody that I really cared about, that I've tried to pour into, and they betrayed that trust. And, man, I'm, I'm hot. You know, Grandma would say I'm hot as fish grease. I'm hot. And I don't want to have anything to do with that person. I, I have nothing to do with them. I, I don't have anything to say to them. Man, listen, and in my mind, I'm, I'm confessing, don't judge me. In my mind, I'm like, look, if they were on fire and I had a cup of water, I wouldn't throw it on. I, I know, see, you you already judging. I wish I had somebody say, I understand. Put it in the chat. Say, I understand, Pastor. I understand exactly how you feel, right? Because I had gone and bent over backwards to help this person, and this person betrayed that trust. I got to tell you, brothers and sisters, boy, as I'm preparing and walking through this passage, and listen, verse 13 came before verse 14, and verse 15 comes after verse 14, and there was a part of me that was like, boy, I sure wish I could skip this, skip this verse, because, man, it, it, boy, the Holy Ghost is like all, all in my world, all knocking all on my, like, Lord Jesus. He says... Bless them and do not curse them. It's as if God is saying, I I expect you to control yourself and have complete victory over the desires of your flesh. I, I need you to live in a way that your life becomes a testimony to my goodness in your life which will be displayed in your goodness as you interact with somebody else. Holy Ghost, don't leave me out here to be convicted by myself. I need somebody else to be convicted. If you can't say amen, put ouch in the chat, because I'm praying that the Holy Ghost right now is bring it to your mind and bring it to your remembrance. Somebody, maybe here's what you said. You said, you know what? If you got nothing good to say, don't say anything at all. But that's not what the Scripture says. The Scripture says you should bless them. You should bless them. You are to bless them. And my brothers and sisters, can I tell you right now, this is not the easiest thing to do because your flesh wants to fight. Your flesh wants to give up a piece of your mind. Your pride doesn't want to look past what somebody has done without checking them and letting them know that they have done you wrong. And God says, no, I command you, bless them who persecute you. And then he says it again, bless them and do not curse them. Why? Because he knows the tendency and the desire of our flesh is to start cursing them. How difficult is it when you are verbally or physically attacked, uh, when you're mistreated, insulted, bypassed, overlooked slandered cursed abused or injured by somebody especially when it happens repeatedly Paul says you ought to bless that person who attacks you you ought to speak well of them I, and I listen I, I know I know what some of you are thinking you're like what do I have to say good about them and that's really where I think we have to pray We have to pray. We have to learn to pray. I mean, I want you to think about this. Even Jesus on the cross, being crucified, prayed for his crucifiers and said to God, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. He prayed for the God of the universe to forgive them for what they were doing to him. Now, I know what somebody just said. I'm not Jesus. Don't, don't laugh. I noticed what you said. I'm not Jesus. But you're supposed to be becoming more like him. You're supposed to be becoming more like him. What does it mean to bless and to speak well of somebody? A, it means to speak well to your persecutors. Speak well to your persecutors. The Bible says a soft answer turneth away wrath. Just had a funeral not long ago of a gentleman who got in a verbal altercation with a person who ended up shooting him and taking his life. God knows if he had known his words, his reaction to this man would have instigated this man to the point that he would pull out a gun and shoot him. I'm sure he would have taken back those words. Or the person who's on the highway, and they're fussing and cussing at a person and making all kinds of obscene gestures at a person out of their own road rage, and the person who they are making these gestures at has their own road rage moment, but that person has a gun, and they start shooting and firing at this person. I would imagine that somebody would have said, you know what, let me just be cool. Let me just be quiet. Paul Paul says you've got to learn how to speak well to your persecutors. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 31 and 32. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God, through Christ, has forgiven. You. Here it is, part of learning how to speak well to somebody who has persecuted you is learning how to forgive them preemptively, not requiring them to ask for forgiveness, but you learning how to preemptively and proactively forgive them. Why? Because when you learn how to forgive them, you do it not for their sake, but you do it for your sake. See, even when you bless those who persecute you, you're really not doing it for their sake. You're doing it for your sake because you don't want that toxicity of hatred and meanness and malice in your spirit. It's better to leave it out there. Here's B. It means to speak well about our persecutors. It's not only to speak well to our persecutors but paul wants us to learn how to speak well about our persecutors now i know what some of you're thinking you're thinking what good can i say about our persecutors I, I i'll tell you a little story from my own life i was going through a situation and a person that uh, was on the opposite side of the table f- from me uh said some things and did some things and and i felt persecuted because guess what? That, that's the normal tendency of your flesh, right? When somebody does something that you don't agree with or something that is not pleasant or pleasurable, something that doesn't feel good to you, you may feel like you've been persecuted. And, and the Holy Spirit really, really moved me to pray. And as I began to pray, uh, the Lord showed me, to focus not on what the person did but why they did it and did I have any responsibility in what transpired and the conflict that was created between the person and myself. And I saw the role that I played and I had to ask God for forgiveness and I had to let some things go because watch this, when you take the role of a guiltless victim. When you take the role of I did nothing wrong and woe is me, I am the poor victim here, you may or may not be. It's something you need to pray about. So I've learned even when her name comes up, when this person, this individual comes up, I don't badmouth the person. Now there was a part of me that wanted to. And there was a part of me early on that would be like, yeah, yeah you know, that's what the person did. Like, no. You know what? I need to look in the mirror and own my own stuff and work on me. 1 Corinthians four twelve, and we labor working with our own hands. When reviled, we bless. When persecuted, we endure. When reviled, we bless. When persecuted, we endure. Let me go to C, and I'm going to close here. C, it means to do good to our persecutors. It means to do good to our persecutors. I need to speak good to them. I need to speak good or well about them, and I need to do good to them. First Thessalonians 5.15. See that no one repays anyone evil for evil, but always seek to do good to one another and to everyone. Don't repay anyone evil for evil. Why? Because when I repay evil for evil, I am damaging my own spirit. I am putting myself in a bad place, in a bad position with God. I've got to learn how to seek to do good to one another as saints and to anyone I come in contact with. You ever heard the phrase, kill them with kindness? Sometimes I've learned that people who start something are looking for a fight, and they don't know how to react. They don't know how to respond when you come at them the way Paul talks about in verse 14 of Romans 12. When you come blessing and not cursing, when you learn how to keep your cool and keep your calm, when you come more positive than negative, I've even seen in situations, y'all, I've seen in situations that I have been in where me coming to them in this way disarmed them so that the very thing they said they would not do that they were fighting me on, they turned around and did it and no glory to me. It was all really facilitated by the power of God moving on my behalf. I want to encourage somebody today, listen. The commands of God are not always easy to keep. But we will always be better when we work to achieve them. And for somebody you're saying i can't do it pastor i hear what you're saying the holy ghost has already brought to my remembrance a situation a circumstance i can't do it and you are right you can't do it by yourself that's why you need to pray that's why you need the holy spirit to help you do it because the christian life was never intended for you to live out of your flesh That's why Jesus said, I'm going to send you a helper. I'm going to send you a helper. I'm going to send you somebody to help you do this thing called the Christian life. So my prayer for you today is that as you think about loving and putting God's love into practice, God doesn't command you to just love the people who are lovely or lovable. He wants you to love even the tough folk to love. The difficult people to love Sometimes the people who didn't mean you well Who meant you harm Because it might be through your love That they see face to face The love of God for them And it might be the key To them changing their lives Let's pray Father thank you for today I pray now That you would bless The words that have gone forth Um, God, there's no question that we need your help I mean, Lord, we we need your help all the time We need your help every day But Lord have mercy This, This message, God This verse, this chapter, this book Have challenged us In a way that Many of us have not been challenged in a long time God, help us to love in a way to bless those who persecute us, to bless and not curse them, but live in a way that brings honor and glory to you. When we curse them, we are feeding our flesh, feeding our pride. When we bless them, we do it out of our spirit. And so God, we ask you to give us your power and your strength to be able to walk in a way that's pleasing in your sight. It's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. I wanna thank you for being with us on today. Now, if you want to know how to ask Jesus Christ in your life, maybe you're watching and you've never asked the Lord, click on the link that says, I want to accept Christ, but how? And we'll show you how to do that. Go to goodhope.org, one word, no spaces, goodhope.org. And you can find the link there to show you how to ask the Lord Jesus Christ into your life, to have a personal relationship with the Lord. If you want to join our church, we would love to have you become part of our I Hope Church family. And if you would just click on the link that says, I want to join the church, uh, you can become a member of our church on the digital platform. Uh, we're back to worshiping in person. Now we, we're just worshiping one Sunday a month, uh, working through our safety protocols. Uh, we'll add two Sundays if the Lord says the same, in the first of the year. Uh, right now, though, just on the first Sunday of each month. And we have a registration process. And uh, those of you who live in the Houston metropolitan area, if you'd like to come, you're welcome to do that. Just We, we ask you to please, ma'am, please, sir, uh, if you can make sure you get your vaccine it's not required to come to church but we strongly encourage you to do that Uh, we wear masks we will physically distance until we uh, see that we've gotten a handle on COVID-19 we're seeing that a number of people who are now uh, a number of people now are getting vaccinated who previously chose not to and one of the reasons is because the circle is getting closer in terms of the people around us who are passing as a result of COVID. And we've seen four or five deaths associated with our church, uh, over the last week, two weeks, uh, because of COVID and people who chose not to get vaccinated. So I certainly want to encourage you to do that. Do that now, listen, if you'd like to worship the Lord in giving with us, uh, let me just say, thank you to all of our givers. Uh, our members, our regular attenders, those who have just felt led to give. Let me thank you for your faithfulness. There are six ways that you can worship the Lord in giving here on the digital platform at the Good Hope Church and we uh, appreciate your faithfulness, appreciate your generosity. Um, I want to thank those of you who have been very specific in your giving. Um, We're supporting The work of ministry here at the church, was meeting with somebody and they asked me, they said, you know, Pastor, how has this last year been? And I said, you know what? It's been the best year that we've had in the history of our church. We've touched uh, more lives. We've distributed more food. Uh, We're supporting our missionaries uh, across the world. Uh, We have Reverend Mark Sloan and his wife, Marcelle. Uh, They will be heading at the end of this year They're they're finishing out their faith-raising effort, and they will be going to the country of Uganda. And they're going to Uganda full-time as full-time missionaries. This is the second full-time missionary that has come out of our church, and I'm so grateful and thankful for the call of God on the life of Reverend Mark Sloan and his beautiful wife, Marcelle, and I know God is going to do a great work through them in the country of Uganda as they go there to equip church leaders and and minister to pastors and and their spouses. It's, it's just going to be a tremendous time of, of ministry and and if you'd like to support them uh, you can do that as well. And then of course our food pantry. Man I, I met with the team this past week and and laid out some expectations. They are excited about the lives we're, we're touching uh, anywhere from six eight hundred to a thousand people every week um, with the bread that they need to sustain their physical life but we're also encouraging them with the bread of life and that's jesus christ and we're grateful for that ministry and thankful to our volunteers who come out and serve in that area and then our youth diversionary program Man, we, we're working through the final logistics board, but we're, we're looking forward to touching the lives of young men and young women who are in need of hope, who need hope, and we want to meet them where they are to help them get where God wants them to be. I want to thank you because your support is helping us to do all of that and more. All of you who are watching around the world, some 134 countries we have people who are watching us man please drop us a line and let us know not just how this program has blessed you but i also want to know how we can help you how we can pray for you how we can encourage you to be the best that you can be where god has you and we're excited that you give us the privilege of your time and the opportunity to come in and serve you Uh, if you've been blessed by this series being an everyday christian drop us a note and let us know uh man i i'm just trying to keep it as simple as possible that that's how my brain works just trying to figure out every day step by step how i can live to be the best christian i can possibly be last but not least god is doing something wonderful in you god is doing something wonderful in me and all i can tell you is man just keep on pressing keep on trusting keep on believing And God is going to bring it to pass. Until next time, God bless is my prayer.
2: brother and sister and tell them God is doing something wonderful in you. I'm going to tell them.
0: for HCC trustee position for District 3. I'm running because I want HCC to do more for Houstonians, and I know that it can. To achieve my goal, I'm going to work on restoring the confidence of Houstonians in the mission and vision of HCC, recommitting District 3 to equitable outcomes for students of all backgrounds, and reinforcing the curriculum to better align with Houston's current and future needs. I'm here to listen and to serve, so please, reach out, contact me on my website, brandoncofield.com, or via any sort of social media platform. Thank you.